You're listening to Purposeful Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Yolanda Postel, and I'm here to encourage you to be bold, step out on faith, and be the amazing woman God has called you to be. Let's get into this episode. One of the greatest human flaws is we don't see ourselves clearly. In order to really see ourselves It requires a lot of soul searching and a lot of honesty. Sometimes we are just not there yet. I knew someone who had a great friend. They'd been friends with them for years, maybe 15 or so years. And this particular friend always seemed to be running into the same situation, the same problems, the same circumstances over and over and over again. And this other person, because they've known them, would be the support system. They would give them encouraging words. They would always be that shoulder to cry on and ear that that other person can rely on. But after a while, it just got a little old. And they felt that they were going in a different direction than that friend. And that friend was just making decisions that they just did not agree with. So when it just became unbearable, the person would just talk about all the things that they did for this person, all the support that they gave to that friend. And they just couldn't believe how the friend took advantage of them. As time went on and as that person matured, they looked back and realized that they weren't telling the full story, that they allowed themselves to be placed in that position to be taken advantage of, that they continually tried to run to the person's aid rather than let that person fall and figure it out that they would voluntarily place themselves in the middle of a lot of their quote-unquote friend situations. And so they were taking things upon themselves that really were beyond what they needed to take on. And it prevented their friend from growing and it prevented their friend from taking accountability. So she realized that the one-sided friendship had to go and she let it go. And now when she tells the story of that friendship, she tells it from the perspective of what she learned from it, not what the other person did. So how do you see yourself in your story? Do you see yourself as the one that was taken advantage of? Do you see yourself as the one that was mistreated? Do you see yourself as the one that you always sacrificed and did things for other people, but other people did nothing for you? How do you see yourself in your story? Do you see yourself as the victim? When you tell your story, are you telling your story from the point of view of a victim? 
Because how you see yourself really makes all the difference in the world. And if you are one of those people, what was your real role? Now, I understand some people walk into abusive relationships where the person is one way and then they flip the switch. I have seen that. This is not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about when you willingly put yourself in a position to be taken advantage of, to be taken for granted. And then you go and tell the story, but omit your role. So tell the story, but tell the whole story. I know it can be a little difficult to tell the whole story if you're not willing to admit what your role is. When my husband and I were going through in our marriage, I I tell you, I was venting a lot. Probably should not have been, but I was venting a lot. But I was telling the story of everything that he was doing to upset me, but I was not telling the story of what I allowed, the things I didn't say, the things I held in, the problems I did not address because I wanted to be a good mom and a good wife and I didn't want to rock the boat. And I thought that maybe by holding these things in, it was just something that would be better for the family. But in the end, it only ended up hurting me. So I had to really do a lot of soul searching because at one point I was just I was just livid. I was mean. I was just just not the best person to be around. And it was because I was hurt. But I had to really look at myself and understand why did I make certain decisions? Why did I do those things? And a lot of it, I will say, stemmed from my um, some of my background. Because I was taught that you are supposed to sacrifice certain things for your family. Certain things that you want to do. Certain um, certain things you've got to sacrifice. And so I considered myself sacrificing certain things too for the better of my family. However, I was really sacrificing myself. I was sacrificing myself because I was not honest at all. And I played that violin and played that victim story. But here I am, it's well over 10 years later, and now I could take an honest look and say, hey, I had a hand in that. I had a hand in that story. But when I was telling the story, I was not honest with myself. So now I changed the narrative. It's a situation that we went through, but we made it on the other side. Not only did we make it to the other side, but our relationship is stronger now. So what is the story that you're telling yourself? Have you really taken the time to assess the situation? Have you really taken the time to look and see were there things that you let slide that you didn't say anything about? Were there things that you let go that maybe you should have spoke up on? Did you condone or support decisions even though you knew, you knew 
you are walking into a bad decision and then complain about it later. Be honest. Be honest with yourself. Because when you are when you are honest with yourself and you are really able to admit your role in your story, you actually empower yourself. You are not looking at yourself from the point of a victim. You are not telling your story when you do tell it from a one-sided point of view. You're able to tell your story from a full, mature, 365-degree angle and from a standpoint of, yes, I overcame that situation. And a lot of that process really requires some prayer and reflection, allowing Holy Spirit to speak to you, allowing Holy Spirit to just show you the hidden parts of you. We all want to see ourselves in our best light. And I believe we all have this view of ourselves. We are blind to our own flaws. Some, some flaws we know we have, but there are other flaws that we are just blind to. We can't see it. We think we are right. We think we are doing things the proper way, but we may not be. Now, when my husband and I, when we were at the point where we were working on our relationship and going through our problems, I remember that the Holy Spirit began to just show me myself. He began to show me my ugly attitude. He began to show me my ugly behaviors that were displeasing to God. And I had to go back and repent. Yes, I was hurt, but it didn't mean that I had the right to act the way I was acting. I had to humble myself and repent for my ways and the things that I was doing. And then on top of that, I had to go to my husband and apologize. I'm not going to say it was difficult because it wasn't, because the Lord had humbled my heart and he showed me me. And I was able to move forward. So when you are going through that difficult period, really allow the Holy Spirit to minister to your heart. And don't be afraid to be vulnerable and to God and just tell him what you are going through. I can't say the scripture verbatim, but it just basically, I think it says, he knows the feelings of our infirmities, meaning he knows what we went through, our weaknesses, our struggles. He knows them. He knows everything about you. He knows your strengths. He knows your weaknesses. So you don't have to come to him like you've got it all together. You can let that wall down and just be yourself. Think about that child that when they mess up and they know they messed up 
and they go to their parent and they're willing to deal with the consequences, but they want to know that the parent is there and the parent shows them love. They may have some, you know, discipline that they have to deal with, but the parent shows them love. And it's the same with us. We may have to deal with certain consequences for our actions, but God, if we repent and if we allow him to do the work in our heart and we allow him to, to truly lead and guide him and we allow him as Lord of our life, to take the reins and lead us in the direction that we need to go, you're going to be able to tell your story from a different point of view. You're going to be able to admit that there were some things that maybe you need to have changed. And it's okay if you didn't do everything perfect. We are human beings and nobody is 100% perfect. And the funny thing is, is every relationship we go into, friendships, business relationships, romantic relationships, marriages, we're dealing with flawed human beings. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. Ever. However, what we choose to do and the actions we choose to take make all the difference in the world. When we allow God to lead and guide us, I mean, truly lead and guide us, it makes all the difference in the world. When we allow him to order our steps, instead of saying, well, God, I see that you want me to go this way, but I really want to try this other way out. You don't have to keep going in the same direction and bumping your head. <laughs> and then cry victim. That is not the life God wants for us. God does not want us living lives as victims. He did not create us to be victims. He created us to live victorious. He created us to live and be more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. He created us so that his light and his glory can shine through us. The Bible says we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. So I will put the exact scripture in the show notes. I'm just talking right now. I don't have any formal notes in front of me. We are royalty in God's eyes. I mean... God is King of kings and Lord of lords, and we are his children. If you are a believer, if you've given your life to him, Jesus is your Lord and Savior, you're allowing him to be Lord of your life, you are royalty in his eyes. And when you think about royalty, when you think about Prince Harry or um, Prince Charles or all the royal family, they don't have to... Um, try to act a certain way. They don't have to beg to be royal. Maybe that's a better way to put it. They don't have to beg. They don't have to prove that they're royalty. They don't have to run out there and, and seek everybody's approval because they are. They know who they are. They know what their identity is. 
And so they know they don't have to prove it to anybody because they live and walk it out every single day. And that's exactly how we need to be as as God's children. Know that we are walking in his power, his strength, his might every single day. That we are children of, of the King of Kings and we walk in that every single day. You don't have to get out there and prove it. You don't have to get out there and um, try to convince people. No. And you, do you really think he wants you telling your story like a victim? And you're proclaiming that you're a child of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords and you're telling your story like a victim? When he has given you the tools to overcome? No. So allow God to take the reins. Sit back. Ask Holy Spirit to shine that light on your heart and humble yourself and repent and make the decision to tell your story from a different perspective. Make the decision to tell your story from a point of a person that is victorious. Because your testimony will make a difference. You have been through things. I have seen people that have been through horrific circumstances. And they are able to tell their story victoriously. Their testimony. They're not saying, well, he did this to me and he did that to me. And she said this to me. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I don't know. And I can't believe they hurt me like this. And they are able to say what God did for them and how their whole narrative and their thought process about it changed. Yes, at the time that they were going through it, it was it was terrible, but they came out on the other side. So what is the story that you're telling yourself? I challenge you this week. If you have something you are struggling with, if you have a situation where you are telling your story from the point of a victim, it's time to change the narrative. First of all, it's going to require a heart check. Is there any unforgiveness in your heart? Because we are commanded to forgive. And you do not want unforgiveness blocking your prayers. And forgiveness really, it requires you making a decision to forgive. I remember I worked with this woman. She was terrible to me, okay? And I would go to work and I would be frustrated every day. And um, I just heard, a, there was a sermon that went forth and it, it pricked my heart. And so I would begin to say, God, help me to love her. Help me to love her. Help me to love her. I don't like her, but God, help me to love her. Help me to forgive her and help me to love her. And wouldn't you know, before I left that company, we were we were on great terms, great terms. To the point where when I saw her years later, we were giving each other hugs. And I mean, that God really took my heart and melted my heart towards her. And I began to see 
that she was dealing with things that was making her act a certain way. But I didn't see that because I was so focused on her being the way she was to me. And I didn't understand. I didn't see the the other side. But the Holy Spirit began to reveal and show those things to me. And so my prayer began to change from help me to love her to Father bless her. Father, give her the strength to go through what she's going through. Father God, I ask that you bless her family. Father God, help her to make the right decisions or wise decisions for her family. My prayers became sincere. So that's just one example of going from a victim to a victor. So I challenge you. Think about the stories that you're telling yourself. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you your story from his perspective and begin to change the narrative. You're more than a conqueror. You are victorious. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. Be sure to subscribe to Purposeful Woman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Yolanda M. Postel. And be sure to like the Moving Towards Purpose Facebook page. And remember, as you go through your week, be bold, be empowered, break through fear, walk in faith, and allow God to lead and guide you.